0: In 2015, Stephanie Scott was a 26-year-old high school teacher who taught English and drama at Leeton High School, which is located in southern New South Wales, Australia. She was in a relationship with the love of her life, Aaron leeson Woolley. The two were engaged for five years, and they were going to be married April 11th. In today's True Crime Spotlight, we look at the tragic rape and murder of beloved teacher Stephanie Scott, just six days before her wedding. Who would do this and why? Who is Stephanie Scott, the almost bride? Let's dive in. The wedding planning was in full swing the week prior to Stephanie and Aaron's wedding, and Stephanie was putting the finishing touches on their special day. The couple had planned to go on their honeymoon to Tahiti, so Stephanie had arranged time off work. Being a teacher, and what seems a very wonderful teacher at that, Stephanie went into the high school on Easter Sunday, April 5th, 2015, to finalize lesson plans for the substitute teacher. Whilst there, she also emailed the bus company for confirmation of plans to shuttle her wedding guests to the venue. This email is a last known communication from Stephanie Scott at 12.59pm. She will never put her dress on for her wedding day, never walk down the aisle, or go on her honeymoon her fiance aaron was visiting his family that day for easter and arrived home that afternoon he and stephanie had plans to go out for dinner that night at 8pm but stephanie didn't show up her phone initially rang out when called but eventually went to message bank instead The following day april 6 five days before the wedding her fiance aaron reports stephanie is missing Some speculate that she may have had cold feet before the wedding, but Stephanie's family and friends know how madly in love she was and knew she wouldn't run off from Aaron or the family and friends who travelled in for their special day. Guests that came in for the wedding were urged to help with the search for the missing bride. Community and the media swarm swarmed to help in any way they can. Aaron tells news outlets, It's baffling me. Where could she be? It's hard hearing she might have got cold feet. I know that she wouldn't have had cold feet. Stephanie's sister Robin tells Fairfax Media, I spoke to her on that Saturday night and she was over the moon. She was so excited. She'd been to Griffith that day shopping and getting ready for the honeymoon. We spoke about how this time next week she would be married. There's just no clue. There's nothing that we're aware of. She just hasn't been seen since Sunday. On April 8th, Stephanie's car, a Redmaster 3 sedan with registration BZ19CD, is found and blood can be seen inside. Shockingly, on the same day, Vincent Stanford, aged 24, a casual cleaner at the high school, is questioned, then arrested in connection to this case. Police were given information about Stanford, a Leeton resident of about 13 months that led them to question him about his movements on April 5th. Stanford's alibi was that he was at a grocery store, however when police was verifying this it was discovered the store was closed as it was Easter Sunday. Detective Tim Clark knew something wasn't right about what he was being told, so he went to Stanford's home to talk to him. At the time, he wasn't home, but his mother gave them permission to look in his bedroom. In his bedroom, they found a set of keys that were given to Stephanie by a co-worker so that she could access the school on Easter Sunday. When Stanford returns home, he tells police he was out taking photos. When police look at the camera, there are two images of a burned body on it. The police continued to search the home and find a piece of timber with Stephanie's blood on it, a red bra that was confirmed to be hers, and a boot liner that was from her red Mazda 3 car. He refuses to tell police where he placed Stephanie's body. The following day, April 9th, Vincent Stanford is charged with the murder of Stephanie Scott. While Stanford sits in the jail, family, friends, and the community of Leeton begin to create a memorial for Stephanie at Leeton High School, placing yellow ribbons, balloons, and flowers out for the missing teacher. On Friday, April 10th, the laptop belonging to Stephanie is found, five days after she is reported missing. It is found in the outskirts of town in an irrigation canal. Stephanie Scott's burned body is found in bushland in Kokopara National Park. The area in which Stephanie is found is 70 kilometres away from Leeton. Saturday, April 11th, 2015, on what should have been Stephanie and Aaron's wedding day loved ones of Stephanie have a picnic for her and pay tribute the nation is shocked and saddened by this horrific crime and the hashtag put your dress out is created in tribute to Stephanie a woman taken too soon women everywhere in Australia place their dress outside their homes it is in honor of not only Stephanie but the many women who lose their lives to violence every year here in Australia. In a police interview on April 21st, Stanford begins to divulge the graphic and vile rape and murder of Stephanie. Stanford said he saw Stephanie Scott at the school and began to watch her. Originally, Stephanie wasn't his intended victim, it was revealed during court proceedings that Vincent Stanford planned to kidnap, rape, and kill a 12-year-old girl who also lived in the Leeton area. However, the girl was away with her parents that weekend, so instead, sadly, Stephanie Scott became his victim. After watching Stephanie, Stanford goes to his house, he lives in with his mother, and collects what he calls is his rape kit. He returns to the school. Stephanie is leaving the school she says to Stanford I'm going home now have a happy Easter Stanford tells police that as she walks away to leave he grabs her by the waist put his hands over her mouth and pulled her into the storeroom he then proceeds to rape her punching her up to a shocking 30 to 40 times before plunging a knife into her throat and killing her Stanford leaves Stephanie's body in a storeroom and goes home to have a cheese sandwich for lunch with his mother and older brother. Later that night Stanford returns to the school where he loads Stephanie's body into her own car whilst he cleaned the scene of the attack. Stanford tells police during his interview that he used a high pressure water cleaner to rid of any blood. Stanford then drives her car to the Coquipara National Park, 8.5 kilometres from where Stephanie was last seen. He burns Stephanie's body and dumps her car and laptop. Stanford decides to keep her bra. When asked by police why he kept it he says, I suppose as a souvenir. He takes two photos of her body on his camera. The following is police interview showed at court.
1: So when you've taken her out of the boot, did you take the clothes off her in the boot or do you take clothes off her in the ground?
2: On the ground. Ground? Yeah.
1: Okay. Now obviously she had at this stage there was a lot of blood and did she had injuries to her face? Did you notice any swelling or
2: Yeah, the right side of her face.
1: Yep. It's quite near her eye. Yep. And that's from when you punched her when she was yeah. the ground. Okay. Um, and you said you threw some wood on it, or yeah, branches and stuff. And then did you put the fuel on after that, or did you put the fuel on before? After that. After that. Okay. And you put her clothes back in the car. Yeah. Yep. In the boot. Okay. So then you, what did you? Did you use match to light the fire, or did you use? Cigarette I put some petrol on a stick and a data match on that. Yep.
2: And I chucked the stick on there.
1: Yeah, and where did the match, match. where you put it?
2: I think it's still there, probably.
1: Did you throw that in the fire or just drop it? No, I dropped it where the stick was. Okay, is that far away from the body or...? No. No. Okay. Um, So when you travelled, did you stay around long to watch your body burn or...?
2: No, I left straight away.
1: You left straight away? Yeah. So, was it well light? Was the body well light when your left or you didn't take much notice? Or Yeah, it was well light. It took a second. Petrol starts fast, so... Yeah. Okay. Um, and then you travelled home. Which way did you go home? Same route. Same route? Yeah. I think I went
2: to put our car on Pike Road. Yep. And then walked the rest of the way back home.
1: What about the earrings, engagement ring?
2: I do I might have taken that off earlier. Earlier? Where did you take those off? Probably when I was at home, with No. When I went and collected all her stuff at the high school, would have been not her earring stuff.
1: Put her engagement ring? You remember taking that? Yeah, Where did the high you... school. Where did you put her engagement ring?
2: I don't know. so much stuff out.
1: Yeah. so you, d- you got rid of that with the uh, clothes, did you, or...?
2: I just chucked it in a bin somewhere when I chucked everything else out, but...
1: Okay. Okay, so, um, but you do remember taking an engagement ring off a finger?
2: Yeah, she wore school? two
1: rings. Wore two rings on the same finger, were they, or...? No, different fingers. Yeah, what fingers were they on, do you remember? On
2: the right index finger and the other on the left, I think.
1: Right index, or...? No, this one. Ring finger? What, yeah, yeah, ring fingers. Okay. So, and you took those off at the school? Yeah. When after you walked back, or before you went home, first time.
2: Um, before I went home, when I collected all her stuff, I think.
1: Okay. Why did you take her engagement ring off then? I don't know. I was just scrunching up her
2: stuff, make sure I didn't leave anything behind.
1: Okay, so it was in her handbag in your cupboard then, at some point, her engagement ring. Would it have been, yeah. Yep. Do you remember when you went home that afternoon to go through her stuff? did you remember seeing the engagement ring yeah it would have still been just, in the back you didn't mention it before that's all that you mentioned other things like a credit cards wallet i'm sorry yep so did you remember seeing it then remember seeing your engagement ring yeah it would have been okay do you have any place where you may have stored some of um stephanie's belongings for later on or you stored them at the tape or the school or anywhere no. else? You disposed of them all?
2: Yeah, just her bra that was in my bag.
1: But yeah. why, why, did did you, why did you else? keep the bra? Why you disposed of everything else, but why the bra? I
2: honestly don't know. You don't know? Maybe I wanted a souvenir. Yep. But
1: Something to remember it by?
2: Probably, but I had no real reason to keep yeah.
1: it. Why the bra though? Why not any other item?
2: I think it was clean.
1: Did you wash the bra?
2: I chuck it in the washing once,
1: yeah. At home or at school? At home. At home. Okay. When did you wash her bra?
2: Tuesday afternoon, evening would have been.
1: Okay. Her engagement ring. Can you think where that would be?
2: No.
1: Is that in a bin? That, do you know if that was taken to a bin? Do you know if that was thrown out a window? you know, It
2: would be in a bin somewhere, but I have no idea where.
1: Which, you don't know which bin? No. A bin in Leighton or a bin in Griffith?
2: In Leeton, probably. Probably? Yeah. That kind of
3: back-on premises used to come? Something like Might have been an old one. Anything with her. So, did you sexually assault Stephanie? No. no. While she was alive? No. Or deceased? No. When you took her out to Coco National Park, are you able to tell me the time that you took her out there? The time I got there, it might have been 2am in the morning. OK. And whereabouts you sat in Jack's Creek? Can you describe for me the, the, the precise location near Jack's Creek that you put her body in? If you drive past Jack's Creek, but don't go into it,
2: somewhere between 10 and 15 metres on the left-hand side, there's a clearing with a fallen of a tree where her body was. Okay. And you, you say you used petrol? Yes. Did you, um, place any, any, did you place any timber under or over her or anything like that? Yes. Okay,
3: where, where did you place the timber under or...? On over? top of her. Sorry? On top, okay. on top of her. Okay. And how big was the fire? It was quite large. Did it burn any other area there? Is there any other area? There? No, I think just the immediate surrounding, not a whole lot. Okay. Um, did, how long did you stay there for while the body was burning? I left straight away. And where did you go then? I from to Pairoco. On your camera, you had two photos of a deceased body. Yes. Are they, are those photographs of Stephanie? Yes. Can you tell me why you took those photographs of Stephanie? No. Okay, so can you, can you just outline your movements on Sunday for me with, in relation to the school, when you got there, how
2: long you were there, and, and when you met Stephanie? Okay. I went to the high school about 7.30, Worked for a couple of hours When she was ready to leave at about 11.30 I took her into the store and killed her I put her into the trunk of her car I got the high pressure cleaner out cleaned the high school and her blood I drove her car to my house parked it behind the shed so nobody would see Went about my day and at about 1 p 1 a.m. Monday morning, I left Tacocoparo to National Park. At about 2 p.m., I dumped it there and learned her. I drove back to Pike Road, put our car there, and I
3: walked home. Now, you, we, we spoke to you on um, Wednesday on the 8th. Yes. And we spoke to you about some scratches that I can still see on your face. Yes. Now. Can you tell me where you got those scratches from? several from her from Stephanie Scott. And how, how did she do that? With her fingernails. And when did she do that? When I tried to kill her. When I killed her. When you killed her? Yes. Okay, so you say that you've... Can you just tell me exactly what happened when she walked in the wind? When you first, you said you're waiting for her to come out, with you? You're waiting for her to finish her work? Yes. Okay. What? Well, Exactly happened then. When she finished her work, what did you do? I picked her up from
2: behind, with my right hand over her mouth and my left hand around her middle. I dragged her into the store. I closed the door behind us. Chopped her on the floor and I beat her to death. You say with your fists? Yes. Did she use any other weapon? I did use a knife as well. A knife? Yes. A clip point knife. A what? A clip point knife. What's a clip point? Knife? It's a knife that's angled from the top, and again at the bottom.
1: Should she had my half? Where was she when you first saw her? She was in the
2: staff room upstairs for the English drama math teacher.
1: What was she doing? She was working on a computer. Was the staff room door open, closed, or open? Where were you at that time then? I was
2: working and had a pressure cleaner out to clean the garbage bins. Put some of the garbage bins upstairs. That's when I saw her.
1: In the, you know, the staff room. Yes. Did you say anything at that time? No. Did she say anything to you? No. Did she see you? I think so. I Maybe mean, you think so. I walked by the door so she probably knew I was there. But you didn't say anything to her? No. So what so she she's in that room alone, is that right? Is she in that? Yes. In that side of Did she, um, you said you got a feeling that you had to do it. What feeling, can you describe that to me upon seeing her? What feeling came out
2: of you? Like what did you feel? Just that I had to kill her? Was it angry or anything? Basically emotionless, just that I had to kill her. Yep.
1: Yeah. Did you start waiting from that moment? No, I continued working. How long did you keep, continue working? until you just do you went and waited? Until she was ready to leave. How did you know she was ready to leave? She put
2: did in the Edmond, she said she was leaving. She said she spoke to you? was by the front gate at the time, so was she. That's when I picked her up at about 11.30, I think. Yep. She was walking towards the front gate. Towards you? Yes. Yep. And then I grabbed her.
1: Where did wait, wait, she speak to you? She said when she was walking away from Edmond towards the front gate. And what, what words did she say to you? I'm going, have a happy Easter. Have a happy yes. Did she get past you out out of the? Did she get through the gate? No. no you got her. You, you, and you said you grabbed her. Yes. Forced you out of the gate. Yes, the gate was locked. The gate was locked. Yes. You locked the gate. I think she locked it behind her when she came in. Okay.
3: Apart from um, the the episode you started. When you had me at 14 or 15 and you tried to strangle a school teacher in Holland. Have you had any other episode like that between then and and this episode that happened on Sunday? I've had a lot of violent thoughts, but I've never acted on them. Okay. So when you say you had a lot of violent thoughts, can you describe to me what those thoughts have been? Killing various people I've met. Yep. Hurting them. That's about it, really. And um, is there any reason why you wanted to kill these people or hurt these people? No, I think I might have some mental problems, but I've never done anything to me to deserve it. Can you ever tell me why you got angry at Stephanie and why you wanted to kill her? I didn't really feel anger; I just wanted to kill her. Oh, so you weren't you didn't feel anger? No, I I just just wanted wanted to kill her. Okay, so you just wanted to kill her. Yes. Can you tell me why you wanted to kill her?
2: Now, I, think I my mental health acting up again.
0: My Over 1,500 mourners attend Stephanie Scott's funeral on April 22nd at the same venue her wedding was to be held at. Many wear pops of yellow for Stephanie. Businesses in the area close early and leave yellow ribbons on their door as a sign of respect. The community of Leeton come together to mourn the loss of a bright, bubbly soul who was loved by so many on june 3rd vincent stanford is charged with the aggravated sexual assault of stephanie scott june 10th vincent stanford's twin marcus stanford is arrested in south australia for being an accessory after the fact of scott's murder it is alleged that marcus helped his brother pawn scott's engagement ring and other personal belongings such as her driver's license If you watch back the interview of Vincent, you can see how certain and quick he is to answer all questions. However, when asked about Stephanie's engagement ring, he is very vague. We now know the reason. Marcus is extradited from South Australia on June 11th. He pleads guilty on March 31st, 2016. The same day, Vincent is committed to stand trial for the rape and murder of Stephanie Scott. He pleads guilty to the rape and murder of Stephanie Scott on July 20th. On August 24th Marcus Stanford is sentenced to jail for 15 months for being an accessory after the murder. He was released in September 2016. In evidence presented in the trial of Vincent Stanford it is showed that Stanford had invoices for the purchases of cleaning products, Viagra, knives, plastic handcuffs known as flexicuffs and a training sword. There was also a lot of pornography and dating sites on his computer. Stanford first thought of killing when he was just a child himself, and in 2003, he grabbed one of his teachers by the throat. A psychologist who interviewed Stanford said that the killer showed no lack of remorse, and when asked about the murder, he said, I hardly remember it. It was so long ago. Vincent Stanford is sentenced to 15 years for the aggravated sexual assault, followed by a life sentence for the murder. Due to the violent and vile nature of this attack, Stanford is classified as a lifer. He will never be released and will die in jail. Upon sentencing, the judge stated, Mr. Stanford's culpability is so extreme that the community interest in retribution, punishment, community protection and deterrence can only be met with the imposition of a life sentence. this is only the story of stephanie scott's tragic untimely death not the story of her life this is not who she was and shouldn't define her i want to share her story because it touched the lives of so many australians and got our nation to discuss the growing trend of women dying of violence by men this video is in memory of stephanie scott a bubbly wonderful teacher taken far too soon and to her family Her life will live on through her loved ones and the students that she taught. Rest in peace, Stephanie. Thank you so much for watching my video. Let me know in the comments if you're enjoying learning of Australian true crime cases and of any that you'd like me to cover. Don't forget to like the video, subscribe, and click the bell. Clicking on the bell not only notifies you when I upload, it tells YouTube you're interested in my content and helps my channel grow.